Welcome to the Rebel Core Content Podcast. Core content for anyone, anywhere, and just in time. I'm Anand Swami Nathan. And I'm Jenny Beck Esme. So Swami, I find that we don't see primary eye complaints terribly often. And because of that, I'm always rereading and rereading about these problems every time I see them. And one of the diagnoses that's always on the mind of the emergency physician when these patients come in is the acute closed angle glaucoma. So I thought we could talk about that. What do you think? It's a great topic. It is heavily tested. They love using it on the oral boards. And we do think about it. Anytime someone has a painful eye, glaucoma is the first thing that pops into our head. So I think our uncomfortability with eye complaints, uh, along with the dire nature of identifying this and treating it, is the perfect topic for us to get into. Great. So glaucoma itself is a group of diseases that have increased intraocular pressure, causing damage to the optic nerve and leading to decreased vision. There are different types of glaucoma, generally categorized by the anterior chamber angle and the underlying etiology if it's known. But in the emergency department, we really just sort these diseases by their angle. So open angle and closed angle glaucoma. We rarely think about open-angle glaucoma, but let's just get into it a little bit. It's an optic neuropathy characterized by progressive peripheral vision loss followed by central field loss. This is likely due to increased resistance to aqueous outflow through the trabecular meshwork. Usually, the patients will have increased intraocular pressure. And I think the reason we don't think about this very often is it is more of a chronic problem, and it's more going to be managed by an ophthalmologist than it is in the emergency department. Yeah, this is the most common type of glaucoma, and these patients are usually asymptomatic until pretty late in their disease process when they're actually losing their vision. So we just need to know it exists, but we're not dealing with emergencies around this kind of glaucoma in the emergency department. And let's contrast that with the acute closed-angle glaucoma. This is the one that we worry about in the emergency department. The normal anterior chamber angle provides drainage for the fluid that fills the eye, the aqueous humor. And in acute angle closure glaucoma, there's a narrowing or closure of that anterior chamber angle, which means that that aqueous humor can't drain. When the drainage pathway is narrowed or closed, the aqueous humor starts to build and build. The intraocular pressure goes up acutely, and it can damage the optic nerve. We see this type of glaucoma in the ED because it presents with sudden, painful vision loss and usually a red eye. The classic story is that a patient goes into a dark room like a movie theater, and this causes their pupils to dilate and precipitates an acute closed-angle glaucoma attack. This usually happens in just one eye at a time, and the symptoms are quite severe. In addition to the eye pain and the blurred vision, the patient may complain of visual halos around the light, a frontal or supraorbital headache, and nausea and vomiting. The diagnosis is on the differential for a painful red eye, the classic differential that we need to know in the emergency department. On that differential are some other things that we often think about, including corneal abrasions and conjunctivitis, conditions that are painful, but they don't usually cause vision loss. And that's a really important way to differentiate these two. Also on that list are things that we see less frequently, including iritis, episcleritis, infectious keratitis, and traumatic hyphema. And Jenny, one other thing that I'll mention is that we often will get tested on the patient who comes in with headache, and they don't complain of eye pain, and we have to think about acute angle closure glaucoma. Although I'll be honest, I have never seen a patient with acute angle closure glaucoma that doesn't complain of their eye hurting. Yeah, usually their eye hurts and their head hurts, both of them. They're usually very uncomfortable. It's not something that's usually very subtle. Renal colic of the eye. Would you say that it's renal colic of the eye? I like that. Renal colic of the (laughs) eye. Yeah, it's great. There's some risk factors for this entity that we should know about that predispose to primary angle closure glaucoma. That includes a family history of angle closure glaucoma, age over 60, female gender, farsightedness, 
a lot of different medications, and I can give you a whole list in the show notes, but there's some common medications that we see patients on a lot, including hydrochlorothiazide, albuterol, SSRIs, trimethoprim, sulfamethoxazole, and then there's a bunch of others you can look at. Something called pseudoexfoliation, which is a condition where there's some abnormal flaky deposits on the eye surface that weaken the zonules that support the lens and cause it to shift forward and predispose to this glaucoma. And then race. The highest incidence of this is seen in Inuit and Asian populations and the lowest in populations of African and European heritage. Any patient presenting with painful vision loss, or really any vision loss, should get a complete eye exam in the emergency department. And that includes visual acuity. And Jenny, I will tell you that one of the things I often see on charts and eye complaints is no visual acuity documented, which is a real faux pas. It is the most important thing to document on any eye complaint. You also have to do a good pupil exam, visual field testing, evaluate the intraocular pressure with a tonopen, slit lamp exam, a fundoscopy if you can get it done. Sometimes that can be hard if the patient's eye is constricted, if they don't have a good pupil dilation. And of course, you want to get your general exam of the eye, including inspection, palpation, looking at extraocular motion, and other things like that. Classically, the patient with acute closed-angle glaucoma will have conjunctival redness, corneal haziness or cloudiness that's due to some edema, and a pupil that's mid-sized, so 4 to 6 millimeters, and minimally reactive to light. When palpating the eye, you might find this kind of classic rock-hard globe, but the money really is in the intraocular pressure. Here you're going to find an IOP that's greater than or equal to 21. You really have to break out the tonopen on any patient with painful vision loss because you can't miss this diagnosis. We'll put a link in the show notes to a wiki EM piece on how to calibrate and use a tonopen, but it's really also going to depend on what device you have. They often have their own instructions. YouTube has videos on all of these and how to use them. And I'll tell you, Jenny, I've used the same tonopen for the last 15 years, and every time I use it, I watch the video before I do it because if I don't, I'm definitely going to get it done wrong. Yeah, me too. Every single time. And Jenny, if those pressures are elevated, and you're going to do both eyes, even if only one eye is hurting, because that's going to give you an idea of what the patient's normal pressure is. But if you get elevated pressures, call your ophthalmologist. Absolutely. This is an opto-emergency that they want to hear about right away. And even if you aren't getting that scary number on your IOP exam, if you are highly suspicious based on their story, their history, your other exam findings, I would probably get the consultant on the line anyway. As with everything in medicine, there are false negatives, and the intraocular pressure exam is really finicky. In the patient with the right history and presentation, I wouldn't want to rule out this diagnosis based on my version of that exam. You know, To me, this is kind of like a patient that clinically has a fracture that you're not seeing on the x-ray? No, they, they have a fracture. You should probably treat them like they have a fracture. Just because your IOP is not sky high, I would definitely talk to an ophthalmologist. Yeah, unfortunately, this is one of those things where I can't get a CAT scan to like a backup test, another test looking at it. It really is just the tonopen getting that intraocular pressure, but sometimes you do need help from a consultant to get that done. According to the American Academy of Ophthalmology, the goal of emergent treatment is to break the attack, so break that glaucoma attack. So the patient is then going to be ready for laser iridotomy, a procedure that's going to poke a tiny hole in that peripheral iris and allow the aqueous humor to drain and flow in that angle. In consultation with your ophthalmologist, you're going to want to start treatment emergently. You're not going to wait for them to come in. You're going to start that treatment as soon as you know that that's what you're dealing with. And the traditional, typical cocktail of medications that we use is a topical beta blocker like Timolol, a topical alpha blocker like apriclonidine, and then 500 milligrams IV or PO of acetazolamide. The PO is actually preferred unless the patient is too nauseated. 
In addition to the medications, you want to keep the patient in a brightly lit room to prevent pupillary dilatation, elevate the head of the bed to decrease the intraocular pressure, and be sure to recheck that IOP at least hourly. Jenny, I think that the biggest issue here, the biggest take home that we have to leave people with is if the patient has a painful eye or they've got a painful eye and vision loss or vision loss, we have to think about acute angle closure glaucoma. We have to get that intraocular pressure. None of us like doing it. I've never met a single emergency physician who's like, I can't wait to use the tono pen today, but you just got to do it, which means getting familiar with the tono pen itself. This is a, a good thing to do as a workshop or some kind of an in-service training for your department to make sure everybody knows how to use the device you have, or at least have the video so you can quickly go over to it on YouTube and see how to use that device. All right, Jenny, how about some take-home points? Of course. First, acute closed angle glaucoma is an ophthalmologic emergency that usually presents with sudden, painful monocular vision loss. Second, physical exam will reveal conjunctival redness, corneal haziness or cloudiness due to some edema, and a pupil that's mid-sized and minimally reactive to light. There might be a rock-hard globe, but definitely the IOP should be greater than or equal to 21. And then last, these patients require emergent ophthalmology evaluation, but treatment should be started empirically while waiting for that evaluation. Initial treatment to decrease IOP usually includes a topical beta blocker such as Timolol, a topical alpha blocker such as apriclonidine, and either IV or PO acetazolamide. Well, that's all for the Rebel Core Content Podcast this week. Jenny and I will be back in two weeks with another cast. If you want to check out more from the Rebel EM team, hop on over to the site at rebelem.com so you can see all of our amazing posts, and we'll see you next time.